Welcome to Contra Corrientes English Language Podcast, Migration Matters, where we recap the main news and issues affecting migrants in Central and North America over the past month. I'm Tamara Pearson, English editor of Contra Corriente, reporting from Puebla, Mexico. A new report has just come out that looks at the policies of Biden and AMLO in Mexico over the past year and concludes that they have failed to protect women migrants. The report describes, quote, continued anti-asylum policies and increasing enforcement that together block women and families from reaching safety in Mexico or at the U.S.-Mexico border, end quote. While women feel vulnerable and unprotected against the men they are often fleeing from, Biden and AMLO's policies are aimed at discouraging people from seeking asylum rather than providing them with support. The report by the Women's Refuge Commission and Mexico's Institute for Women in Migration, or Instituto para las Mujeres en la Migración, argues, while waiting at the border or other areas for extended periods of time and in precarious situations, women reported experiencing sexual and gender-based violence, kidnapping, and feeling unsafe while waiting in uncertainty. Quote, President López Obrador has re reiterated Mexico's policy to welcome migrants and refugees in the region, said the report. Quote, now these words need to be put into action by reallocating funds from enforcement to protection, beginning with an, an, an enhanced COMAR, which is the refugee organization in Mexico, increased support for housing, healthcare, education, and access to justice for migrants, asylum seekers, and refugees in Mexico. The U.S. has begun expelling Venezuelan migrants who reached the U.S.-Mexico border to Colombia without allowing them their internationally recognized human right to seek asylum. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security said it will conduct such deportations, quote, on a regular basis, end quote, but they will be limited to Venezuelans who previously resided in Colombia. At the same time, a U.S. congressperson, Maria Elvira Salazar, has introduced a new law called the Dignity Act, which would provide millions of undocumented migrants in the U.S. with legal status. She is proposing that people who have been living in the U.S. for at least five years with no criminal record be eligible for the program and be able to work within formal and legal frameworks. One condition, however, is that migrants pay any owed taxes, and it is unclear how that may work if they were hired under the table or paid in cash. They would also have to pay a quota for border security, and beneficiaries would have to pay US $10,000 in so-called restitution during the 10 years of the program, and they must check in with the DHS every two years and remain in good public standing. They wouldn't have any access to any federal benefits. The Dignity Act also includes other measures like using radar, cameras, infrared, secure communications and autonomous detection technology on the U.S. border, increases criminal penalties for illegal, uh, quote, border crossings, and does not recognize the harm and human rights violations that result from the U.S. closing the border to asylum seekers. The U.S.'s formal policy towards migration from Mexico and Central America is to attack the so-called, quote, root causes. Among those, it has identified violence, corruption, and poverty, but not its own trade, political policies, or transnationals. Recently, it added former President Juan Orlando Hernandez to its England list of sanctioned Central American leaders who have allegedly been involved in organized crime or corruption. And on Thursday, 3rd of February, some 3,000 migrants gathered outside the Mexican Migration Office in Tapachula, near the country's southern border. 
They are demanding transit visas so they can continue migrating north, and they are demanding an end to the raids, arrests, and harassment by Mexican migration officials. Some migrants chanted were heading off in a caravan in reference to their intention to leave in a large march of migrants if they weren't attended to soon. There are also some 1,500 migrants in a migration prison in the region, which is called Migration Station SXXI. Their only crime is fleeing their countries. Migration officials arrest them on the pretext of not having the right documents, yet they also won't process any documents for those stuck in Tapachula, often without access to food, work or housing. The protests have continued over the past few weeks, and on Tuesday, hundreds of migrants marched with their chains around their necks and hands through the streets of Tapachula. Quote, The persecution of migrants should stop. We should be given permission to leave Tapachula, a Honduran migrant Yesenia told the press. Despite the marches and protests, migrants say the Migration Institute has still not addressed their concerns or responded. Mexico's Human Rights Commission has also publicly denounced the country's Migration Institute after children were among those imprisoned in the migration station SXXI. It says the Institute should look for those children and compensate them for damages caused. And records are still being broken regarding the treatment and deportations of migrants. In Mexico, during 2021, migration officials arrested 307,500 migrants and refugees for the highest number ever in history. In 2015, for example, 100,000 were detained. Almost 250,000 of last year's detentions came from Central America, and 120,000 of the total weren't sent to prison or deported, but instead sent to shelters as they were minors or the family included minors. All shelters, however, are run by volunteers and are non-governmental, non-profit institutions, and they're not able to cope with such numbers, especially without the government following through with any support. This podcast came to you from Contra Corriente, where journalists on the ground in Central America report with depth and integrity. We provide content in Spanish and English. Head over to our website, contracorriente.red, to check it out, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Contra C underscore HN. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter following the links in the description. Hasta la próxima!